you know, I'm Arindam. I'm a true blood market researcher. Uh, I have, I love marketing. And as a result of all my experience, therefore, in GSK and Unilever and HUL for about 22 plus years, I've now founded Brand Eigen, uh, Brand Eigen Insights and Analytics, which is a data enabled consulting firm. Hello, fellows. Welcome to the next episode of Jagged with Jastravi, Conversations at the Edge with thought leaders from the branding, marketing, and the business world. Hi, Arindam. So nice to have Hi. you on the show. <laughs> every, every marketer wants research to go hand in hand. And then so much disruption is happening in the marketing space. So it'll be nice to know, uh, you know any new ideas that you witnessed there that you think are pushing the boundaries of research insights and analytics? Yeah, so uh, I would uh, roughly talk about three and I would go back to my experience with MRSI about like for, for the last three years as well. Mm -hmm. uh, so one of the uh, greatest thing which I hear, uh, you know, uh, recently uh, is like uh, how we are using the ecosystem of, uh, you know, like uh, new startups, what they are doing to different industry, including the retail industry, uh, how to use the ecosystems of these uh, uh, startups to actually use research. For example, you know, uh, there are now, uh, you know, uh, companies, technology, and, uh, and uh, let's say the, uh, the ecosystem which they are building for retail inventory measurement. Yeah? Mm -hmm. uh, retail inventory measurement, especially for the indirect uh, retailers, uh, especially in suburban markets of India. And uh, we can use these kind of ecosystems to actually measure, uh, let's say sales and stock and, and market shares. Mm -hmm. rather than using our traditional pen and paper uh, stock calculation method. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So uh, using more and more of the ecosystems which are being built today in the modern India mm -hmm. uh, should be the platforms for measurement going forward. Very so that's mm -hmm. what I say is contextual research. Mm -hmm. um, I can, I'm also quite amazed at how voice Mm -hmm. uh, it's now being used uh, mm -hmm. for research, mm -hmm. but it is not for the sake of just using voice, mm -hmm. but like we know that there are a lot of conversations which happen at retail points and they are mm -hmm. very interesting with respect to, uh, let's say, sales throughput measurements. Mm -hmm. And, you know, if you can isolate, uh, you know, a retailer's voice with the proper identification, uh, instant measurement of sales in different kinds of retail points, which are probably traditionally not covered uh, by the traditional market research, mm. can be actually very good for measurement going forward. So you are not, uh, you know, uh, resting on claims anymore. Mm. You are actually getting real-time data through the human voice identified by the technology and useful for measurements. And uh, I'm quoting this example, but this can be, you know, uh, something which can actually go across different kinds of research as well, mm. especially with the kind of um, improvements 
of the you know the entire voice uh, enabled systems which is going on mm-hmm. so that would be prompt for market research to really uh, take it on and use it in the manner which is like extremely local for the different regions of india yeah wow so that voice yeah uh, the third thing which is there is like you know we know how amazon google whatsapp are are like nowadays that is our home right <laughs> uh, that's where our times yeah uh, and uh, in research also you know we cannot be having another ecosystem of our own we mm. have to embrace ecosystems in which consumers are in mm. and therefore you know uh, using these ecosystems making amazon google whatsapp as our partners mm. to go forward uh, into uh, doing our you know consumer understanding is very very critical otherwise you know we might be uh, measuring consumers uh, you know understanding consumers in a very isolated system which is not reflective of today's uh, reality in india mm. or across the world mm. so these are the three things so contextual research mm. voice enabled measurement mm. and using amazon google whatsapp ecosystems for our research would be the three things which has struck me the most amazing amazing i think uh, uh, this can really really change uh, how research yeah. is looked at you know in terms right. of what it can achieve for a marketer you know especially yeah. in the agile marketing times um uh, yes. arindam any particular features of google amazon i'm talking about the third idea that you mentioned uh, that you feel a really powerful and easy to use as well like you said for small businesses yeah no i think uh, see amazon has its amazon best sellers analysis yeah mm-hmm. so that is like research happening at real time mm-hmm. so on the go 24 by 7 that's available mm-hmm. that's the gold mine in terms of finding out like you know what are the trends or what are the things which are uh, you know going on so for any new entrant who is who's trying to come to india for example and trying mm-hmm. to figure out you know what are the uh, things which uh, which are actually disrupting the market mm-hmm. so from pure real time measurements of uh, you know popularity ratings reviews taking that as the stimuli taking all the conversations back to consumers and you can actually find out mm-hmm. easily not without any any other primary research but we can find out these kind of stuff so that is one way of using google amazon mm-hmm. uh, whatsapp mm-hmm. uh, but then there is like you can use these ecosystems live to do your research yeah so mm-hmm. you can actually have people you know like uh, in amazon in google at their you know like uh, real place at their homes mm-hmm. and you can be actually uh, tracking all of that in mm-hmm. through consents Mm-hmm. uh to actually figure out what's really touching catching their eye yeah uh when we say all decisions of consumers are irrational what is the extent of irrationality which is going on mm-hmm. and uh even without any claims and all that you can actually figure this out yeah mm-hmm. so therefore using google amazon real time using features of google amazons let's say the so called best sellers analysis or even this entire free flowing conversation which all mm. of us are having in whatsapp every day mm. uh you know and using a little bit of a uh, very very research centric uh 
NLP kind of uh, natural language language processing mm-hmm. algorithms within that are some of the things which can really be done uh, if done of course in a very very consumer friendly manner mm-hmm. and uh, not just you know using it for the glamour part of it yeah Absolutely. and we are fortunate that consumers are already there yeah mm-hmm. and our job is to just be in line with consumers because we know consumers are far ahead mm-hmm. than what marketers or even researchers think uh, you know we were talking about technology and its role and uh, in your yeah. initial uh, you know intro you also talked about stories uh, which yes. is become another buzzword and i think justifiably so because as we are appreciating the role of technology especially in the lockdown you know we right. are having to celebrate our own humanity and uh, right. you know, creativity also in the isolating times so the story uh, yeah. you mentioned critical incident technique uh, yeah. if you could tell us what is the right use case scenario for it uh, you know take an example and how what is the kind of data it can give which is uh, more granular than a you know traditional yeah. research technique about like 10 15 years ago there was this development uh, done by you know stalwarts who were fortunately my bosses at unilever and hul and even like stalwarts like you and 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 even in uh, you know uh, famous uh, companies like research international uh, we knew that we were hunting for stories and we were uh, establishing this new technique called critical incident technique mm-hmm. which later on came to be known as moments Uh, where you know expert people who can really talk uh, the language of consumers mm-hmm. can actually uh, get to the point in the past mm-hmm. to actually figure out what made a person shift from a to b yeah mm-hmm. and this shift is so critical for marketing tasks mm-hmm. uh, that without it having generic consumer understanding was not helping us anymore because we all wanted to be disruptive mm-hmm. and therefore we all wanted to catch those stories of the past mm-hmm. but you know narrated in the manner which is like really contextual which captures all the influence which mm-hmm. captures all the triggers barriers which captures all the stereotype and ap- we can understand you know what has been the journey mm-hmm. and therefore come to that critical incident was critical to make sure our communications our activations mm. our even our innovations even uh, the way we practice marketing is all based on that one story of that one consumer in the past which made her shift from a completely let's say uh, uh, let's say you know having home remedies to having something like a you know multivitamin supplement mm. yeah Mm-hmm. and that shift is a big shift in that particular life of that mm-hmm. consumer and th- during that time mm-hmm. now it's very important to capture that story rather than today going and asking her about like you know what will you uh, what would you want in a supplement or what mm-hmm. what will you make you shift to a supplement because those are like you know probably claimed yeah. answers which can never really you know answer the real stuff mm. so therefore this thing of like whenever we are researching something which is for the future mm. it is very important to go back to the past think of a similar situation 
make sure you uh, let's say um, you are talking to the consumer in as if like you are you know her mother or you are her daughter almost mm. and making sure that that mother tells her story of the past of that mm. particular incident mm. when she shifted and generally what happens is mm. that whatever reasons functional reasons we know about mm. some movement from uh, let's say a homemade home remedy to a, a multivitamin supplement mm. uh uh actually the reason is completely different the reason mm. is something big which has happened in her life yeah. the reason might be just like a show of status yeah. for the uh, you know let's say the mother to her mother in law yeah. or it might be redefining the relationship between the wife and the husband or it might be the way the mother wants to wants her son to look at her you know recognize her reward her yeah. uh, so those were the things which ultimately we got for every category every brand which we uh, uh, were discovering and we never saw those reflections happening in the uh, uh, in the yes. communications in the tv communications yeah. at that point of time yeah. and therefore we thought like you know stories uh, if done well in today's digital times if can uh, we can understand well and digital times are basically like when you know consumers are really impulsive they are always looking for influences or they are always influenced so getting the stories now mm-hmm. is like fantastic you know it's mm-hmm. probably more important than what happened in the past as you were talking about the technique uh, arindam i was yeah. really transported to a point in time you know when uh, i was actively involved uh, in this and yes. arindam i i can say that i realized the power of a conversation then how yeah. powerful a conversation can be like it's almost an alchemy going on yes. between two people and they both exactly. come out a little changed you know yes true <laughs> <laughs> and what you said about you know the life enablers you know like we look yeah. at uh, so this in this whole times of behavioral science and context and you know how much have human beings evolved in these thousands of years you know, let's get really real uh, this technique actually shows you that those life uh, and how how human we are you know across the geographies and uh, you know despite different cultural uh, conditioning that just the fact that a family has moved from a joint to a nuclear yes. there'll be a lot of changes or yes. there is a promotion in the family and there'll yeah. be you know changes and yes. uh, uh, oh god this is this is so powerful i'm rediscovering with you as you are you know i'm i'm kind of revisiting it this is such a powerful thing and like you said right communication if that starts capturing that depth yes. of understanding uh that's true uh you know what an asset a brand can build right no asset. very true <laughs> so real data and and coming from the consumer the best thing is you don't have to interpret it just start you know coming out and yes. especially the emotional payoffs they were right they were so human they were so moving you know like you yeah. just said uh, like a mother wants the child to look at her differently you know acknowledge yes. me yes. and so, i am with the times or things like that yeah. you know so this so powerful no, i've seen this like if you take the most of today's brands which are let's say all tech brands you know mm. uh, or that kind of stuff but the whatever the tech brands you know are are, are ha- you know whatever they are doing and all that 
but i see the most human of the stories which are actually happening when they are embracing the technology yeah mm-hmm. uh if somebody is getting into for example edutech yeah mm-hmm. if some family some mother son getting into edutech mm-hmm. the critical incident is not about like you know what the tech can deliver what the video can deliver what the you know uh, interactive way of learning can be mm-hmm. but it ha- it is much more about like probably the mother's intention for the child is like how can i push him forward to become the top ranking student in the class yeah mm-hmm. and what would be the contribution of me at home yeah. for that particular thing yeah or even if it is about like the most modern experiential education mm-hmm. what is the actual thing going on in her in the mind of the consumer, of the of the mother or the father in this case mm-hmm. to make sure that the child has a bright future tomorrow mm-hmm. yeah Mm-hmm. and and it is those emotional nuances which rule the entire choice entire mm-hmm. thing you know even if a product is or a service is being sold at a certain premium mm-hmm. that entire premium might just come not because of the value adds of course they are important mm-hmm. but it's always like you know what is the status uplift which she and he Mm. has in his in a, his or her mind mm. just because of the service which they are supposed to or like they are going to adopt yeah uh, and it is that like the status uplift is like equivalent to probably mm. you know a 1000 rupees uh, uplift in the price of the service yeah yeah and it doesn't even you know like sometimes marketing is criticized for being gimmicky or exploitative but if we see that right. this is also value like in, yes. in the value exchange if you are making right. me feel like higher in status that is also some value i derived as a human being so you know why not and that is most important actually mm-hmm. and that is most important whatever you know in moment marketing we do mm-hmm. but if we have to survive as a brand for the long term mm-hmm. unless we build those relationships mm-hmm. from day one mm-hmm. uh, none of our businesses are actually going to like you know like typically break even in 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 3 years and then you know grow profits in 5 years so mm-hmm. whether it's startup or it's established mm-hmm. mncs or whether it's like new brands tech brands or like you know the traditional brands yeah we still have to really mm-hmm. get back to that story and make that story as our hero mm-hmm. um because there's no way out of it even yeah, in market yeah. research real <laughs> time research whatever we talk about it yeah absolutely story is a you know shortcut a sense making yes. device for the brain so yeah. you know might as well use it otherwise you know until unless yeah, yeah actually so now and it's like also like uh, just one say so yeah the point is that we continuously need to hear these stories and mm-hmm. it is only when you continuously hear stories you get patterns in stories so it's like mm-hmm. not just one story but like because if you are serving a you know billion consumer kind of a brand yeah, yeah you you need to hear a substantial amount of stories and like while you hear stories and you are immersed in that world you see the patterns unfold and then you actually build stereotypes uh you know or, or you see the stereotypes which are being broken or reinforced mm. and the other hand we are we are therefore thinking of archetypes for the brand or for like even from the 
for the community or like even mm. working through influencer strategies and all that. Mm. So it's very important to keep on hearing stories rather than you know just doing like you know qualitative research of twenty five interviews and all that. Mm. So right, like uh, now you you've indicated um, how you need to hear many stories uh, yes. and keep listening to them rather than you know it being looked at as just one anecdotal. uh rich and deep definitely but you know is it applicable uh, across will it connect across so there has yes. to be a technique that stories at scale like you've called it you know qual yes. at quant can you tell us more about it and you know what is the best use case scenario for it what it is not and what it is this methodology right mm-hmm. so we can hear one or two five stories 20 stories through typical researches but like how can you scale it up how can it be 24 by 7 now one of the good things which has happened is people now converse uh, you know almost like all the time through their you know different platforms like whatsapp and and other such tools like yeah mm-hmm. so the point is it though in research people don't want to open up much especially in a quantitative context when it is a survey kind of stuff and only you get close ended answers and that too of course like claimed and all that mm-hmm. but today's conversational mode of consumers especially on whatsapp and all that uh, enables now to get lots of open ended stuff which can be stories from these conversations and if we if i can have a thousand conversation over whatsapp or uh, you know with different kinds of people and if i am able to uh, analyze that mm-hmm. i get actually the power of thousand stories within a days uh, you know almost yeah mm-hmm. but then you know uh, it is very difficult to analyze them one by mm-hmm. one Yeah. uh because you you just can't like you there is no capacity of the human brain to do it mm-hmm. or the research brain to do it mm-hmm. but today you know smart use of nlp especially when we take all the learnings from the fintech world's use of nlp mm-hmm. i think that is one thing which we can therefore uh use in market research because mm-hmm. these nlp experts now you know they can actually tell you what's topical about your conversation versus mm-hmm. the rest of the world's any millions of conversations mm-hmm. so actually they can figure out you know like what is the topicality of your conversation what is your story mm-hmm. in contrast to whatever stories is happening in the rest of the world and therefore the importance of your story comes out mm-hmm. uh, just because today nlp algorithms can compare your conversation with the rest of the conversation yeah within the category uh, exactly within the category and therefore if herbal uh, or like you know is one functional element or if it is about let's say redefining relationship between the in-law and the wife if mm. that is one uh, those kind of like keywords phrases are coming out in your story mm. verse and they are like much higher in proportion compared mm. to the normal conversations which is happening in the web mm. uh, or in the social uh, climate Hmm. these algorithms can actually figure out therefore what is the topicality of your conversations hmm. yeah hmm. in a in a second or like whatever in in the in the processing time they take which hmm. might be in in, hmm. in a few minutes so therefore out of 1000 such conversations within a day you can get such topicalities hmm. uh which is there of course hmm. the old worlds or when i'm saying old world in the recent this thing they have always always come to, come out with negative sentiments positive sentiments those kind of stuffs are already there 
Hmm. So uh, those are there, but the new thing is about uh, you know how do you compare your conversation, get your topicality of the conversation of your conversations of the category or the brand, hmm. uh, especially when it is so different compared to the rest of the uh, conversations. Hmm. And once you get that, then establishing certain implicit way of measuring. the parameters the old world parameters of relevance of differentiation distinctiveness, yeah. distinctiveness uh, even credibility believability really? even probably yeah. value value yeah. for money and all that kind of stuff can be now done implicitly so yeah. uh, you know the holy grail in in particular in market research has been okay claims are were also always there yeah. and from those claims of scores you calculated relevance but then you of course like you tried to normalize those you tried to see it against database to see you know what those scores meant yeah mm. and often what was happening is these scores were becoming like you know almost at uh, generic you know mm. scores were always like the seeming like the same thing they're always in the same direction same patterns and all that mm. now however implicit measurements have been much more uh, you know taken by the research world in a much more uh, credible way so these conversations uh can tomorrow create scores of relevance mm. or uh differentiation or credibility or even for value mm. and these come from these different topics of conversations or different mm. stories of conversation mm. and therefore it can be great for any kind of like uh innovation measurement or concept evaluation kind of stuff yeah uh you know uh, uh when we measure concepts of mm. different innovations which are going to come into the market Hmm. we establish the disruptive nature of that concept through implicit measurements of old world parameters hmm. uh through the conversations happening in the entire uh, you know the social uh, climate yeah absolutely and it, uh, you know what i got is uh, the fact that it is coming from the consumer in their language i mean how much of research happens just to get you know what is the consumer language for it you know without it coming from the stimulus of the brand communication what is the consumer referring it to as and you get that naturally you know to shape your uh, marketing eventually yeah. uh, so this is like the best of both worlds uh, for innovation concepts yeah content it has challenges it has challenges uh, mm-hmm. in terms of you know the like you know uh, whether you know people are going to be interested in in carrying on a conversation with you especially mm. if it's long uh, and we have to make sure that it's not long it's very pithy it's like it always has to embrace the language of today's conversation so when we mm. are having conversations with our people with our respondents we mm. have to make sure that we are conversing in the modern way yeah Mm-hmm. uh and therefore uh, uh doing that and also like we can't use nlp just like the way it is you know mm-hmm. new methods uh new uh, innovations are always there capturing mm-hmm. the modern uh you know the tonality of communications is also very important yeah mm-hmm. absolutely absolutely um uh, you were talking about cit and i just remember would you briefly like to share the saridon example you know that you've done recently uh and how that gave rich data for the brand so it goes across uh, you know not only you know the brand which you mentioned but like goes across other brands but uh we know uh, you know 
the brand has uh, launched its communications very recently mm. and uh, we know that uh, uh, that it's especially in modern india when there is so much of uh, uncertainties and all that on one hand mm. on the other hand uh, you know uh, people are kind of like much more narrowed down in their own digital world and mm. as a result there is loneliness and all that mm. we managed to figure out that people's tensions and stress increase much mm. more because you know the worries and the tensions they keep it to themselves yeah mm. and as a result of it uh, they bottle all their worries um, uh, tensions and all that and this is coming across the uh, milieu in different forms you know whether it's the uh, mother of the family you know uh, whether it's like the the person who's recently taken up the family business mm. uh, you know uh, all these tensions you know are including like uh, tensions of new work uh, atmospheres mm-hmm. they are so unsure and so uh, let's say feels like we should not be talking about all of this and as a result of this uh, uh, you know it, the, the tension blues up and as a result that becomes a huge uh, modern uh, thing of looking at stress and tension and how it can actually mm-hmm. be pivotal towards mm-hmm. communication building for uh, you know for these brands because the brands therefore know their consumers in the most contemporary of the manner yeah absolutely absolutely so that's the thing so we found that out and it was like uh, uh like we were not researching this facet but it actually came out because even if you are like just researching the you know the after effects of a uh, you know headache or something like that mm. uh we actually got this as the you know the pivotal point and therefore uh, that was a, like a big le- big learning for us mm-hmm. and it again came through stories came through multi level conversations mm-hmm. uh, conversations at scale uh, and therefore uh, yeah i mean that was our example into the modern way of looking at consumers uh, at gsk uh, there was a case study that we were talking about earlier uh, why this was uh, such a new way of looking at it and how you know research helped you take a stance that everybody was not in agreement uh, would you like to share this uh, like yeah. like build new brands efficiencies of existing brands fall flat for expansions this is really interesting would you like to take us to the case study yeah i mean uh, happy to do so so uh, we'll not get into the names of the brands and all that because they probably would remain confidential for a okay. slightly longer time but the point is that uh, you know any existing organization would uh, love to you know uh, reap the harvest of their current brands to make any efforts into market expansion yeah mm-hmm. uh, that, that that's yeah. something which exists Mm-hmm. uh you don't have to educate consumers about the brand and therefore mm-hmm. uh, that's good so uh when we were in this uh let's say organization uh and but we had the mandate to you know take the business from x to let's say 3x you know or x to 2x uh we knew that you know a billion dollar is just not going to come um, you know by the you know existing efforts so we need new efforts uh and people recognize that so that's great but what they also uh, would pose as a challenge is like uh we need to build that billion dollars more but like uh we are better uh, uh we would better do it with the current brands 
you know, uh, yeah. things and they are established brands. They are well-known brands. They are consumer loved brands. Uh, they have equity, which can extend. Uh, so why not? Yeah. And that has been the thing. However, you know, uh, if, I mean, as, as, as marketeers and researchers, we always uh, have, pose difficult questions uh, for ourselves. Like mm. we think that if it was so easy, why hasn't it been done in the last 10 years or last five years? Yeah, mm. uh, because nothing would have stopped that, right? So uh, the point is that once we uh, got to know that, yes, there is a, a, a challenge uh, which is there from the business to, uh, to utilize our current assets and current brands, uh, we therefore thought even as a market research, uh, you know, researcher, how do we make sure that when we do this research, we should get these answers as well? Mm. That uh, So when we do even foundation exploratory research, uh, we need to go back to our boards and tell, uh, tell that, you know, whether we can still use our current assets or we need, you know, completely different assets. Mm. Uh, and who best to give that answer uh, other than the consumer? Of course, if asked in the right way and in the right mm. manner. So therefore, you know, our entire effort was to make research smart, um, every research smart, every research, mm-hmm. uh, you know, should have a uh, link to the returns it brings in for the business. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So every research should be valued not for like, you know, how much hundred dollars you've spent, but whether you've given the business a thousand dollar profit. Yeah. Uh, or a thousand dollar return is mm. is the way we ca- would should calculate ROI and research. Mm. Mm. So therefore, our effort was to make sure that while we understand you know habits and behaviors, mm. uh, can we also understand uh, you know uh, at the back of the same kind of studies mm. uh, whether the ideas work mm. with the current brand or the ideas need a new leg or a new mm. brand or a new mm. asset. Yeah? And therefore, at the very beginning, mm. we tried to answer to the board of this organization that mm, whether it will, uh, whether the current brands can work or we need new brands or new brand or a new mega brand. Right. Uh, from the feel of the market, we already knew that there is something disruptive going on in this country. Yeah, mm-hmm. and consumers' choices are not limited anymore to the existing brands, but they, for any new thing, they are open now to experiment with new brands. And we were seeing this. Mm-hmm. And if you are looking at new spaces, now you cannot anymore ignore that consumer reality and still believe that traditional brands, once revived, will do an amazing job. No, it's not that. People are no- looking for new things. Dynamic India is looking for new things that the choice set has like, enormously expanded, almost like it's disrupted, right? With all the new channels and all that. So therefore we built in within our traditional studies, measurements of new brands and versus old brands. Mm. Uh, And the ongoing hypothesis uh, was like, traditional brands will bring in more credibility when we move into new spaces. Yeah. And that was our ongoing assumption. Yeah. Mm. So we believed in the traditional, we put that in our research, in even in our measurements and all that. And we were seeing that whether the research proves it otherwise, whether the research breaks that hypothesis, whether re- research disrupts that myth. Hmm. And because of, you know, the smart way we used to think of every research we, uh, you know, we uh, invest in, we actually figured out that the new stuff, the new brands 
were actually giving us much more not only uh, you know sometimes much more uh, relevance or uniqueness but also higher credibility yeah so quantitatively we could prove at a very very early stage mm. that why we new brand need new brands and the old theory of marketing efficiency with old brands as measured in let's say different kinds of marketing models or um, mm. you know uh, different kind of measurement models mm. uh, why those things cannot be true mm. when we move into new spaces especially mm. yeah mm. there in the those cases the past is not any more good to predict mm. the future yeah and therefore interventions at a real time into the market with bold experimentations of new versus old mm. and seeing whether the traditional hypothesis is broken or disrupted by the consumers is very very important for us and we saw that almost for 80% of the innovations we were uh, experimenting with mm. we were seeing that uh, you know 80% of those um, actually uh, had significantly higher scores on believability or credibility with the new brand because consumers you know they have a lot of uh, associations with current brands and with the new space you want to go into they don't really want to give that license to this old brand mm. plus the new reality of this consumer is he or she is experimentative he or she mm. wants to uh, experiment Mm. so just being attached always to the old brand might be a bit boring yeah mm. and therefore experimenting with new benefits new brands new tonalities is actually good so new spaces therefore requires new kinds of interventions and this is very very important to find out from the at the very onset mm. rather than leaving these th- things when you know you know the de- and, and the design perspective of the brand comes and all so uh, that has been the great story yeah mm, absolutely absolutely so um, uh, arindam this whole traditional brand equity stretch that we will find out you know right. is our brand going to stretch to another new category or not right. even if there are yeah. synergies and hence uh, what does the consumer perceive that kind of an understanding is not enough for finding out no. whether a new brand can do a better job yes is what you're it saying. cannot yes exactly why i'm saying this is because the contexts have changed mm. so it's not only your brand and your brand story think at the of the larger landscape yeah mm-hmm. the consumers have changed dramatically mm. so if you only see your research through your brand lens and through your new innovation lens mm. it's not going to be enough mm. having a extremely good understanding dynamic understanding even like you know uh, at every day you need to challenge your own hypothesis today you know of whatever you've learned in the past ami brishti dekhechi brishtir chobi ekechi ami rode pure ghure ghure अनेक के देखी आकाश कुसुम स्वप्न देखार खेला थाम शुदू तुम चले जाप्ने भावनी
আমি বৃষ্টি দেখেছি বৃষ্টির ছবি এঁকেছি my signature rapid fire <laughs> good okay. good good favorite personal possession my uh, apple oh shit my apple watch okay alternate yeah. alternate profession could have been politics love or political consulting Ah lovely okay <laughs> what would you do on mars for fun uh i would probably um look for creatures to creatures on mars to interview <laughs> <laughs> which animal will you be will will you like to be if given a choice i mean i will uh, i love jaguars you know always uh, and that has found uh, you know like uh, different meanings in different parts of my like life what i love about my son uh he can do uh, extremely good animations and i think i will use him for my own presentations my own profession at zero cost wow so you'd be a great <laughs> roi employee for me in house <laughs> <laughs> in house <laughs> a book you'd like to gift to all your friends uh the power of habit by charles dahig uh it's it's one of the best in terms of uh, human stories and behavior change i'm available at arindam at brandigen.com which is, so that's uh, the id which i have inspired by the company name brandigen i'm uh, you know awed by uh, by the way uh, you are uh, let's say jagged with jagged with jasravi is actually uh, bringing out all the relevant marketing content uh, across the world yeah sitting mm-hmm. here we can now kind of like uh, hear all the uh, great uh, marketers brand experts uh, philosophers research experts modeling experts from all your uh, jagged with jasravi and it's and you are you are kind of like inviting people who are at the edge and therefore the entire conversations uh, at the edge is like uh is just amazing uh, i think so much in depth focus on the work which these guys are doing across the world for different kinds of uh businesses and brands uh bringing that out uh like hats off to you so i would really want your people current people your other people to really watch and watch your stuff but like they should subscribe to your channel jagged with jasravi and-